Hello and welcome back to the show. Well, that World Cup rugby final didn't disappoint and South Africa became the first men's team in history to win the World Cup for the fourth time. It's worth pointing out that the New Zealand women have won it six times, so still an amazing effort. Today I wanted to explore how both New Zealand and South Africa seem to have created an emotional competitive advantage by using their unique identity, their heritage and a higher purpose to both galvanise the diverse members of their teams, but also to provide that rocket fuel of motivation for when times get tough. The Springboks had the toughest side of the draw and they also won their last three games by just one point. There was England, 16-15, 29-28 against France and then 12-11 against New Zealand in the final. Imagine how draining it must have been to have to fight for every point week after week against top teams. As we know in sport, your fate can be decided by a split second, an inch or one point. The red card and the missed kicks were examples of these tiny margins. They added to the theatre, but I think it's fair to say that the box deserved their prize. Having spent a lot of time living in South Africa, working with the pro tiers and being married to a South African, I've definitely learned that despite the rugby being in their blood, there's a much bigger force behind this victory. Sia Khaleesi, their inspirational captain, has been an incredible leader. He's humble and hardworking and is able to calmly articulate what playing for South Africa means to each and every one of the players. They have such a diverse team and some of the players, including Sia, have come from the most desperate situations in the townships to become global sporting icons. Sia's spoken openly about waking up and not having any food and that rugby was his path to a better life. It's brilliant to see the players talking about their motivation to strive for a higher purpose, to give the Rainbow Nation hope. So that every boy and every girl that finds themselves in a tough situation today can dream of a better future tomorrow. They've become incredible role models. South Africa is a beautiful country that's brimming with kind and passionate people. And we have to remember that this team that's representative of the Rainbow Nation and the diversity of South Africa has come because of the apartheid regime being overthrown several decades ago. Through my work with the South African cricket team a few years back, I managed to meet two incredible people from South Africa's greatest ever team. This wasn't a sporting team. This was the small ANC group that supported Nelson Mandela for over 20 years to ensure that he survived for the decades of isolation and exile that it took to return to society victorious. Dennis Goldberg and Ahmed Katrada were part of the famous Rivonia 8 alongside the likes of Governor Mbeki and Walter Sasulu. Now, there wasn't enough evidence to convict them, but they still went to prison to prevent Nelson Mandela from getting the death sentence. It's the most remarkable story of a group of people sacrificing over 20 years of their own lives so that the country could have a better future. This is Dennis Goldberg speaking about the African philosophy of Ubuntu, which Nelson Mandela was so passionate about. It says that you can't judge your success in life by your status or your salary. The only way you can really judge your success in life is by the impact you have on other people. After all, we're all in a community and no one can do it on our own. 
Dennis and Ahmed Katrada have sadly passed away now, so I feel really privileged to be able to keep their story alive. I created a podcast episode featuring their story. It's called Mandela to Mars, Lessons from Isolation. So I'll add a link in the show notes for that one. But this is Dennis speaking about his own life's purpose. I've lived my life in the belief that life has meaning through service to others. It's not about oneself, but it's using oneself and one's abilities to benefit others. I got involved in politics in South Africa, which led me to four life sentences and ultimately 22 years in prison, because I did not want to be one of those responsible for the brutality of the apartheid system. The purpose in life is to make life better for other people, not my people or your people, but all people, to the extent that one can. I was pleased many years after I was free again to be given a book by an Austrian psychiatrist, psychotherapist, um, Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning. And the search for meaning is, how do I be of service? His experience in a Nazi concentration camp for four years, uh, which led him to his theory, was that those who felt their lives were useless, that it was a waste of time, that survival was meaningless, died very quickly. Those who felt they had a purpose in life seemed to be stronger and survive. I can't replicate it, but that was my experience in prison. Uh, Those who were strong supported those who were not so strong. And all of us went through periods of depression, of exhaustion, and being buoyed up by the others. Um, You don't do it on your own. You can do if you have to, but... So, the idea of service to others. You're in a team. How do I best contribute to the team? It's not about me being the virtuoso, the one who always scores multiple centuries. It's how do you encourage other players? You consciously don't run somebody out so that you can get your hundreds run, or 50, whatever it is. Um, Because the team is more important than oneself. It's so powerful listening to Dennis and trying to imagine the adversity that he and his comrades had to endure. But they had a purpose that they were not going to compromise on. And that was their light in the darkness and fueled their unstoppable tenacity. What an insight that those who didn't have a reason to believe and to fight faded. But those who connected to something personal and wanting to contribute to something bigger than themselves, they are the ones that made it through. It speaks of hope, resilience and connection. And ultimately, their sacrifice and commitment day after day eventually overthrew the apartheid regime and changed the world. There was another deep human truth in Dennis's insight there. Our purpose in life is to make life better for other people. Not my people or your people, but all people. Imagine if we lived in a world where that was the prevailing philosophy. 
But Sia and his players and coaches have embodied this through sport. They are fighting for something bigger in every ruck, in every early morning weight session and every scrum. Of course, there's always going to be an easier path, but purpose drives emotion and commitment and commitment drives performance. So as we watch the Springboks landing back home with millions of adoring fans coming to see them, this is the reward that goes beyond anything that money can buy. They've made their families and communities proud and they've given hope to over 60 million people in South Africa and beyond its shores. While the world tells us that we need to shout about our own success and smash and grab our way to short-term success, Ubuntu and the box are teaching us a better way. To sacrifice, to work hard, to strive together to make an impact on other people's lives. Congratulations to Sia, Jacques, Rassi and all the players and support staff for being double world champions. And thanks for listening and sharing the show. I really appreciate it. If you need any support with content or keynote speeches for your business, or you've got any questions, then just drop me a note through to hello at sportingedge.com. I'd love to help. Have a great week and see you soon.